The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Part three of our Atlanta Hawks roster dive. The Hawks add a new body. It's time for the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Welcome, welcome in to the podcast man take off your shoes relax your feet man come and sit down and and relax yourself we got a little pod for you guys today man uh part three of our atlanta hawks roster dive if you have missed the first two parts uh you don't really got to check them out in succession but uh make sure you go back and catch them um the last podcast we took a dive and just talked about the wings and talked about uh just some things circulating about how we think that uh, it's going to play out this year with the Wings. And the first uh, episode in this series, we talked about the point guards. We talked about Trey Young and um, Holiday and John T. Murray, all those guys. So make sure you check out those two pods after you check out this one. Or if you like, you can watch, check those out now and come back. However you do, however you do it, make sure you check out all three of them. <laughs> we greatly appreciate it. Um, Let's get down with the get down, guys. Get down with the get down. Um, big part of what we do is on social media. So make sure you connect with us on our socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat is how you get down with us. Make sure you follow, like, share, retweet, all that stuff. All that stuff. So this is still kind of the the sleepy time of basketball season. They're kind of gearing up, but not so. You know what I'm saying? Before you know it, it's going to be October and, and it's going to be the season is going to be here. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. 
I know that um, football season is around the corner. Football season is going to be kicking off in August. But listen, man, I love all sports. But it's nothing like when basketball season starts, man. Just the feeling of going to the games and covering the team, man. I'm so looking forward to this year and just seeing what this Hawks team can do. Just seeing what they can do. And uh, I think it's going to be fun, man. I think it's going to be fun. But, um, oh, one more thing. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. However you listen to the pod, Apple Pod, Spotify, however you do it, just make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. That really helps us out in the podcast community. So make sure you do that. And uh, that will help us out, man. So we appreciate you guys. We appreciate all the support as always. Before we get into today's roster dive, I want to just uh, hit a real quick on um, some brief Hawks news. Um, got an email today that the Hawks officially uh, filled out their roster, signing their 15th player. Uh, the Hawks signed guard Tyson, uh, I believe it's pronounced Etienne, Etienne. I don't know if it's, I think it's Etienne, Etienne. Uh, Tyson Etienne, uh, 6'2 point guard out of Wichita State. Um, undrafted in, the, I think, the 2022 draft. Uh, played with the Hawks in the Summer League this year. And to be honest with you, man, I've always liked the kid. The kid plays hard. He plays hungry. And uh, just adds a little bit more depth to the point guard position. Um, of course, you know, you got Trey. you got the Holiday Kid. Jonte can play a little point. And this is just added in insurance. Now, um... He signed a uh, Exhibit 10 contract, which pretty much means um, it's kind of like a one-year minimum salary. I'm not sure what the details of the salary are. Um, those Exhibit 10 contracts can go anywhere from like 5000 like 50000 or whatever, according to the AJC. But Hawks have a lot of flexibility of what they can do with that type of contract. So he's not breaking the bank. He's making the minimum. Uh, it fills out your roster. And you get an extra body for uh, the point guard position. So I think it's a good signing, man. I mean, he, he's familiar with, with the guys. And, um, hey, man, uh, it, it could. Um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, we'll just wait and see. We'll wait and see. So um, I like the kid. I'm glad he's on board. So not really much to <laughs> overanalyze with, with the guy. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Hawks fill out the roster. And now they got 15 guys. So today, we are going to talk about the bigs. So uh, the bigs in today's league is pretty much guys who play the power forward and the center position. And uh, those are the guys that we're going to look at today. So the bigs, according to the roster, we'll look at six guys. John Collins, Clint Capella, Jalen Johnson, Kongu, um, Frank the Tank, Kaminsky, and Harkless is kind of a... I didn't really talk about him in the wings, but he's kind of a tweener. Like he can he can play the wing, and he can play like he can play kind of big, like on defense. So I didn't really know exactly where his natural position is. Uh, I know like defensively he kind of looks like a four, but I don't know. So I just I just included him with the bigs. You know, he's included him with the bigs. You know, some of those guys can be kind of tweeners. I know even DeAndre, um, DeAndre Hunter. At times, sometimes they like to play him at the small ball, small ball four. But he's definitely um, uh, more more along the lines of the wing. So 
let's get into it, guys. Let's get into it. So let's start with the starters, right? Your starters, your bigs for this year, uh, John Collins and Clint Capella. And let's just go ahead and address the elephant in the room. And I've talked about this um, almost at nauseum, <laughs> almost at nauseum. What is going to happen with John Collins? And I've said this almost on every podcast that I've done this summer. And it's the, the answer is the same. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't even have an inkling of a clue. Um, like I said in the last podcast, I kind of touched on it. I said everyone that's in the know still kind of thinks that there's a possibility, a strong possibility that John can get moved. Um I don't know. I think if you move him, you got to at least get a power forward, starting power forward back in return. So I don't know what they're doing or, or, or how close it is to being done. Do they wait till the season starts? I don't know. I do know that uh, it's pretty safe to say that where there's smoke, there is fire. So, I mean, I heard a report that they were trying to move him in a deal to get Kevin Durant. But that deal didn't have much traction. So... Um, I don't, I don't know. I can't say unequivocally that John is going to be here for the whole year. I just can't. But for the sake of this podcast, we're going to talk about him because he is here and we're going to talk about him until he's not here. And so, uh, that's kind of how we're going to look at it. But there is a bit of uncertainty when you look at that name in the roster, in the grand scheme of things. And, uh, if you're looking at making a playoff run. Um, will he be a part of this team after the all-star break into the playoffs? Those are questions that need to be answered. Unfortunately, those are questions that I can't answer, (laughs) but, um, there's definitely a big question mark there. There's definitely a big question mark. I personally am of the, of the opinion that I don't feel that you really got to get rid of him. I, I, I just don't, I don't feel that you need to get rid of John Collins to make you a better basketball team unless you know something that I don't unless it's a personality issue if like Trey and John are beefing and Trey's like hey man we gotta we gotta be more dynamic at the four I don't know like John I mean he's he's a decent defender he can stretch he's got that little three ball in the, in the corner pocket he jumps out the gym I mean I don't I don't know like what else you want there Unless it's just a issue with they don't like him or they don't get along. I don't know. I don't have any inside information. But John Collins is definitely a question mark. But I think as far as the basketball side is concerned, he checks a lot of boxes. He is very efficient. Um, he You don't really have to call plays for him. He, he cleans up the glass a lot as far as like, um, I mean, he's not the best rebounder. But he is very dynamic. I mean, he's very dynamic. Those plays and those dunks, very explosive. And I think that's a part of what this team wants to do. Trey loves to throw the lob to JC. You know what I mean? Um, you know, but but I think it's from a basketball standpoint. Um, John has missed a lot of games these past two years, man. He's got to get back on the snide, man. Like, no more missing games, you know? I think when you talk about this Hawks team, and I kind of reiterated this in, well, not reiterated, I kind of touched on it in the last podcast when I was like, man, this team's health is crucial to them being successful. 
You look at DeAndre Hunter, all the games he missed last year. John was walking around with his thumb looking like <laughs> looking like old boy's toe, and I'm gonna get you, sucker. Like the thumb that 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 thumb was super swole. It was super swole. So nasty. But uh we're hoping that he comes back and that he's healthy as le- at least as long as he's here with the Hawks, you know. If he leaves, then you know we don't care about his <laughs> I'll play. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm playing. That was me, and I apologize. <laughs> but, yeah, man, we just hope that he's that he's healthy, that he can give you a good amount of games this season, and because uh, you need it. You need it. Um, Clint Capella, your starting center, he's a guy who um, you kind of worry about his health as well. He had for the expectations for Clint Capella, the expectations of what we expect of him. He had kind of a, I'm not going to say even a down year, because listen, if I were to ask you how many games Clint Capella played, if I were just to ask you, out of 82 game season last year, if I were to say, hey, Mr. Listener, Miss Listener, how many games did Clint Capella say? What would you say? No Googling, no Googling, don't, don't Google, don't Google. What would you say? I'm willing to bet that very few of y'all said 74. He played 74 games, man. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Um, A lot of those games, especially in the front part of the season, um, I think that he was kind of dealing with a nagging injury. But, um, I mean, he finished finished the season, you know, a double-double. 11 points, 11 rebounds. But if you watch Clint play... It was obvious that, like, I don't know, man. It's just like we could have got more. You you could have got more if you're a Hawks fan. Like, you just feel like there was something missing last year. And I don't know if there was an injury that was kind of nagging him or if what the situation was. But you need him to be better next year. You need him to be better. And uh, not saying that he's been bad. Like, last year, the year before, he was a demon. He was a demon on the boards. 14 boards a game. Uh, boards dropped from four. He he was fifteen and fourteen last year. Year but now last year he was eleven and eleven. So his points go down, his rebounds go down, and uh, you don't need that. You don't need that. So let's go ahead and get those points back up. Let's go ahead and get these rebounds back up. I don't know how what stats will look like with um, Dejounte as far as the scoring. Since I mean the score may go up. It may go up. I'm not sure, but um, you definitely need a healthy Clint. You definitely need him to be at peak uh, health if you want to make that playoff run. If you want to make that playoff run. Here is my concern. 
Here's my concern with Capella. Big men traditionally don't get healthier as they get older. As they get older. Now, Clint's still a relatively young guy. He's only, you know, he's 27 years old. Um, He's still relatively young. But as the years come on, you know, those mouths start adding up on those big legs. They traditionally don't get healthier. And that's something not necessarily that you have to worry about. It's something that you have to be aware about. And there's two different things, right? There's there's a worry and there's being aware. Those are not the same thing. So it's something just to kind of be aware of and something um, to just keep in your pocket when you're talking about this roster long term. So uh, I remember before all of the Collins heat was going on, uh, folks were getting Capella up out of here, especially when, you know, talking about Gobert. The idea of, of Gobert coming here to Atlanta. Um, Capella was the cat that everyone was trying to ship off. You know, then it went to John Collins, and then, you know, that's kind of where we're at. So, um, but I will say this as I conclude on these two guys. When you look at John Collins, when you look at Clint Capella, both of those guys together, definitely a top-tier combo in the East. Definitely a top-tier combo in the East. Like, when you look at the power forward and center position, starting guys, that duo is much better than a lot of the duos in the East. I mean, you got Bam Adebayo, who is a good center. I mean, you got you got guys who are – you got Joel Embiid, who are better centers. And you have guys who are better power forwards. But as far as a duo and putting their skills together, you'll be hard-pressed to find a better duo than John Collins and Clint Capella. So um, I don't necessarily know why everyone they're trying to move John so ferociously, but I don't know. Maybe they know something that we don't. So there it is. As far as the bench is concerned, I I think that um, here's kind of where you run into issues. To me, I've talked about the Hawks' depth on – from this roster standpoint, the last two pods. And to me, it is kind of a concern because I feel like you have very little room for wiggle. Um, I think your starting five is top tier. I think your starting five is top tier with Trey, DeJounte, Hunter, Collins, and Capella. Again, I think that as far as the starting five goes, I think that's top tier in the league, top 5%. I think that is a really good five, a really good five. Um, after that, I think there's a, a, a drop off. I think there's a drop off. I mean, you got Bogey, who I think can be, uh, who could put up six man of the year numbers, but behind Collins, the guy you got is Jalen Johnson. No disrespect to Jalen Johnson. I love the kid. Love the kid. You know, um, you got a Congo backing up Capella, and behind a Congo, you have Kaminsky, and you probably throw Mo Harkless in there. Those are your six guys. Or your, those are your six bigs. And to me, like I, you're kind of top heavy because after Collins and Capella, um, you know, and and I'm you know I I'm really high on a Congo too. Um, I know last year toward the end of the year he was like, yo, I'm gonna get a jumper. Like it'll, it'll be nice if he come back with one. You know, it, it, he needs one. You know. Um, but here's my question about Jalen second year guy got very little playing time last year in the league. So, which means in effect, this is kind of going to be a quasi rookie season again for him. They're expecting more minutes. I believe from him, you got to, because like what other power forward you're going to play it? Like you're going to play Harkless ahead of Jalen Johnson. 
I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Nate did it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Nate did it. Like, I currently wouldn't. I Like, I wouldn't do it. But, like, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know what Jalen Johnson looks like in practice, you know. So, I don't know, like, what Nate's going to do as far as his depth chart is concerned. But I do know that Jalen Johnson stands to get a lot of more minutes if by chance, like, they don't have no power forwards. Like, what are the power forwards you got? Like, you got Jalen Johnson. And so, here's the question. If you, if you, if you move John. Do you move John and get a power forward in return? Or do you like turn the keys over to Jalen Johnson and say, hey, go out there and learn? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and here's the question I got for you. Do you believe in Jalen Johnson? Furthermore, before you answer that, if you believe in Jalen Johnson, do you believe in Jalen Johnson as a backup to play quality minutes? Or do you believe in him to be, hey, man, this guy could be a starter? Is he ready to be a starter next year if you move John? Those are questions that you have to ask yourself. Um, there's 25 minutes last year that Gallo played. Gallo averaged 25 minutes last year. That's 25 backup power forward minutes that got to go to somebody. They got to go to somebody. I mean, do you give Johnson 15, Harkless 10? Do you give Johnson 20 and Harkless 5? I don't know how you're going to do that. But that's 25 minutes right there that needs to be filled. That needs to be filled. So... Um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see how it works. I like the kid. I think he did really good in, in, in college park, but it's going to be a learning curve. Like it's going to be a learning curve. Like it's, I, I really don't even expect to see like second year production from him because, because he didn't play that much. Like he simply just did not play that much. So I expect him when he goes out there to look rather lost and to still try to figure out the speed of the game. You know, I don't know, like, if he added anything to his bag over the summer, you know, but it's still going to be a, a learning process for him. I wish him all the best. You know, I like the kid. I like talking to him. He seems hungry. He, he wants to learn. He wants to get better. And you can't go wrong with youth because sometimes youth, youth, young guys, they just go out there and play. They just go out there and ball. They ain't worry about nothing else. They just go out there and ball. So um, all the best to Jalen Johnson. Um, there's still some question marks about him defensively to me. Um, and I heard that that was a reason a lot of, that was, a, uh, why he didn't get more playing time defensively because it was kind of all over the place, which isn't necessarily a knock on him because he was a rook. You know what I'm saying? Rook, I mean, no. like it's hard to guard in the NBA. Furthermore, it's hard to be a big in guard in the NBA because you got to switch out there on these guards and even the centers nowadays are jacking up threes. Like it's a lot going on there. So, um, there's questions with Jalen Johnson. Is he ready to, to play that 25 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever minute Nate allots him? Is he ready for that? I, I, I don't know. I hope he is. I hope he is, but I don't know. I don't know. A Kongu, a Kongu is a guy that I really like. If there was a guy on the team that would be considered a dog, a Kongu would be the closest thing to that. I've said for the longest, ever since Damari Carroll left this team, that this team needs a dog. The closest thing they had to a dog was Solomon Hill. They got rid of him. And the Congo was the only guy on this squad that kind of plays with a little bit of a little bit of a chip. You know what I mean? Doesn't like doesn't mind mixing it up. You know, we'll get in your face, you know, put you know, he he got a little dog in him. And I like that. I like that about the Congo. I like it about him. I just wish the Hawks had about two or three more of them. 
You know, just with that attitude. Uh, I don't think one guy is enough. I think you got to have a couple of them. Like the Miami Heat, man. The Miami Heat had a couple of them last year. Hawks got one in a Congo. That, that's that's it. But um, I like a Congo. I think that there is a possibility that they want him to be the the, the center of the future. Um, if he can, you know, get that jumper going and maybe swear that out to the three point shot. I don't know. Uh, he's got to be a little bit better rebounder on the boards, but I, I think there's room for growth, and I think that the Hawks really like his potential. So I, 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 when you look at a Congo on the stat sheet or in the roster, I check all the pluses. I check all the pluses. I have very few negative things to say about him because he brings to me something that very few people on this team brings, and that's that dog energy. I think he brings that dog energy. I think Harkless ha- I think Harkless has that. I'm just not sure of how much of a factor he's going to be, how healthy he is, or what kind of minutes he's going to be playing. I think eventually somebody is going to get hurt. And you will see a guy like Mo Harkless, you'll see a guy like a Kongu go in there. You may even see a little bit of Kaminsky in there. And these guys are going to have to play when guys go down, you know? Collins and Capella, they're not going to give you a 482. They never have. They never will, you know? And so these guys, they're going to have to step up. They're going to have to step up. But the the long-term depth of this crew, of the bigs, is a concern for me. Um, offensively, it's a concern. I think they are better defensively. Uh, I guess the hope is if you pair them with uh, some wings that can be dynamic, some wings that can score, maybe um, things will balance out a little bit better. But I don't know. That's why they play the game. That's why they play the game. As far as the last two bigs, Harkless and Kaminsky, they're kind of just kind of like veteran bigs going there. You're not really expecting them too much in there. Uh, they'll probably give you a start or two if, if Clint has a sore ankle or if Clint has a, uh, you know, if it's a back-to-back and a Kongu is out. and uh, Those are guys you can kind of plug and play, you know, kind of plug and play if you give, want to give a guy a night out. They can go out there and you won't really give it the booty too much. You know what I mean? These are solid veterans, I believe. Solid veterans that they're not you're not gonna be too much out of deficit. You're gonna be, you know, they're of course they're not as good as, you know, your starters, but a guy like Kaminsky, a guy like Harkless, they can go in there and they can mix it up and they can keep you at bay. You know? They can keep the guys at bay and hopefully your your guys who are your wings and your your point guards uh, who are a little bit more dynamic, they can, uh, you know, they can get you a win if you need to, if you have bodies out. So I'm not really like too over the moon, like, oh man, yeah, yeah, these guys like at the bench. No, I mean, they're, they're solid. Like they're solid pros. I'm not going to take anything away from them. But uh, that's about it. Like that's about it. You know, I think that they bring a certain skill set. And I think there's value to that. I think there's value to veteran leadership and value to just being around the league for that long so um i think that's about it man overall this crew collins capella johnson the congo harkless kaminsky um i don't even know if i pronounced that right <laughs> i've been calling him frank the tank so long i don't even know if i pronounced his last name right <laughs> but uh i think this is is a good six i don't think it's a great six i think that up top is very good i think the bench um, there are concerns, even though I am high on a Kongu, probably more than most. 
And uh, Jalen Mark, Jalen Mark, I see Jalen Johnson as a big question mark. Not saying that he doesn't have the ability. I just don't know how much he is going to be able to showcase, at least immediately. Uh, maybe after All Star break, once he gets some, you know, games under his belt, maybe he, you know, gets some big minutes or whatever. Um, maybe we'll see a little bit more from him. Uh, that's the hope. And John Collins, again, another question mark there. So I think that when you look at this group, you got some question marks and mainly uh, number 20. You know, um, I think that is the biggest question mark. But uh, for my for my money, if I'm the GM, I keep him. That's just me. I keep him. Like, I mean, you, you, I, mean I, I keep him. I keep him. But uh, there's a group of people that want him gone. And there's a group of people that want him to stay, as always. <laughs> but we will see. We will see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, man, this concludes the third installment of the Hawks roster dive. And um, I hope you guys have found this information and uh, thought-provoking. Thought my, my goal is to, is to pose questions and pose scenarios to you as a Hawks fan. That you may not have li- may not have thought of, you know. Sometimes when you're fans of teams, you're kind of blindsided. So my idea is to be kind of introspective and give you guys something to think about. I don't always have the answers, and I'll tell you, I don't got the answers. I'll tell you what I think, you know, and I'll let you guys figure out the West, you know. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out the Hawksbeat podcast. We will see you on the next time. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, I think we'll do another series, but I'm still working on some things. But stay tuned to all of our our, um, social media and uh, we'll get that out there and let you guys know what we have coming down the pipe. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.